I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I hate to break it, you're not the same as anyone here. But we can take it, we're short or brown or round or we're queer. I got a feeling we are onto something here. Live from King's Place in London, the Spontaneity Shop presents Global Village, the comedy panel show starring you, the hive mind of the audience. And if you're worried, trouble might be coming your way. In it together, I think that's what I heard the man say. I've got a feeling we are gonna be okay. Mark Hodge on keyboard, everyone! <laughs> Hello, I'm Deborah Francis-White, and this is Global Pillage, the comedy panel show in which we pillage the globe for all the odd facts, phobias, and filibusters belonging to the creatures who currently run planet Earth, human beings. To help us face our humanity with hollow laughter rather than raging tears of insanity, please welcome some comedians! <laughs> On my left, playing for no boxers, Sajila Kershey and Desiree Birch. And on my right, playing for Shebae's, Nish Kumar and Rose Matafeo. Uh, So, Desiree Birch, uh, you're called No Boxers. Why are you called No Boxers? Because we were trying to figure out things that we had in common, and obviously the uh, most superficial ones came up first. And Sajila was like, oh, I hate ticking all those boxes and BAME. And I was like, yeah, totally. We don't need no stinking boxes, except for the one that we have. But don't don't tick it. Don't tick it. (laughs) Tickle it. Yes. Nice. So how are you diverse, Desiree? Well, aside from all of the surface things and boxes that I won't tick, I uh, was recently rejected in my attempted smooth peanut butter love affair from one uh, Mr. Ned over here who hasn't called or had a sandwich with me since I last saw you. It's the 21st century. I was waiting for you to call. Oh, dear. All right, fine. Well, then apparently I am not assertive enough. But also, I am originally from Los Angeles and don't hate it. Oh, yes. which is are. a rarity. 
Great. Yeah. So you've been scuppered by feminism yes. this week. Um, <laughs> and uh, goddamn feminism. Uh, Sajila, how yeah. are you diverse? I am not born here. I was born in Pakistan and really learned to be British really, really quickly growing up here. And diverse because I actually am ending up ticking lots of boxes as I go along, even though I don't want to tick those bloody boxes. <laughs> I've just recently become deaf. It's going to help with my work. Shut up, all right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because all those boxes, they help you. Apparently, you just get fast tracked in uh, comedy. Uh, yeah, uh, it's brown, true. Muslim, You're... deaf. You'll have your own television Feminist. show on BBC One by Thursday. Yeah, that's right. I that's feel right. that strongly. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. you've become deaf. I have. It's horrible. I don't know if it's from the um, from actually doing the comedy sort of rooms and stuff, all the, the big loud noises or whatever. But yeah, it started one year and this last couple of weeks is the second year. So I might have struggled a little because I'm trying to get used to my hearing aids. It's great. You've got this of different levels. So you've got different levels. I can shut out this side and just listen to you. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Um, You're and- dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could do that on Twitter. Um, and Shaybase. 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 Don't know what it means, really. What, why it's, why we, you uh, we, uh, we actually are flatmates. Yeah. Uh, we live together in Shepherd's Bush. This is a sitcom. Oh. Yeah, I was saying the other day, it's like if um, Rachel and Joey are living together and friends if they were brown. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just just going to be just throwing us Have you thought about pitching brown friends? Yeah. 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 Just call yeah. it that. Yeah. Yeah, we're the only ones. So. <laughs> Could I be any more brown? <laughs> no. We were on a break having a curry. <laughs> <laughs> so Shebes is spelled S H E P, which yeah. is like Shep in Shepherd's yeah. Bush. We call it Shebu. People call yeah. yeah, people call Shepherd's Bush. When, when, you say pe- when you say people, you mean in just you. Yeah, just, just me. you. Just um, old NK forty seven. I started saying it to other people in this country. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, I love a shea boo. And they're like, what, what are you talking about? And bay is uh, apparently a term from the internet, which is yes. something that Rose is trying to teach me about. Yes. <laughs> because Rose is a young person. Yep. Well, that was, uh, you didn't believe that, so that's fine. Uh, <laughs> a deafening silence there. You thought that was a joke. Okay, I get it. I get it. So, Rose Masfeo, yeah. how are you diverse? I'm not from here. That's why I'm talking funny. I'm not having a stroke. Um, I <laughs> from am from New Zealand. I'm from New Zealand. Uh, I'm from New Zealand. I'm half Samoan. Um, See, that is a word I'm scared to say <laughs> because when I say it, it sounds like this Samoan. Yeah. And then always I'll say Samoa. Samoa. Yeah. And I'll try and say it like that. I'll go yes, yes, Samoa, Samoa, Samoa. Because it's easier to say though. It's like is it like schmores the sort of the things that you cook. <laughs> It's American like that, but a different word. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, it's just like asking for some more or something. Oh, great. Okay, some so more. It's, it, when you're thinking of how to say that word, just think of some more. It's like a really liberal My Fair Lady right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, Nish has pointed out that you're young. Uh, that's a piece of diversity there. You're a millennial. No, yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah, but we're not very different in age. I'm Nish, well, I'm how are you diverse? Classic brown. <laughs> Absolutely textbook bit of brown. Right. Um, Parents from India, born in this country, comedian, great guy. Yeah. These are all the classic. People, that, people think we're related. People do think we are related. We, we go yeah, out because true. we go out all the time. We, you know, we go out to like, I say all the time. We go to Nando's. Yeah, we go. To <laughs> There's a Nando's across the road. <laughs> like, we go out. We go out. A lot. We go to their doors yeah, and they know about, our names. We're about a lot of, quite a lot of the hot spots in Shebu. <laughs> the Nando's, um, the View Cinema. We're, we're often there. 
Yeah, but um, I don't know if you've heard of a little boutique called the Westfield. <laughs> Gorgeous little boutique. Uh, yeah, no, uh, wonderful. Yeah, people do think we're related because we've got curly hair, and occasionally I tell people that we're related. But uh, yeah, I see, I see now. So I'm Deborah Francis White, and I'm diverse because I've just realised I am the only white person on this panel. Whoa. Yeah, Whoa. I'm. I'm, I'm white. This is not <laughs> what we voted. Leave. <laughs> We have voted against this kind of nonsense. I know. Do you reckon this is the first time this has happened on a British panel show? What, there's only one honky? Yeah. <laughs> but we've gone into a solo honk territory. Yeah, I think this episode marks the end of white supremacy. Yeah. Globally. Making sure that no joke is uh, funnier than it is factual, please welcome in Pedant's Corner our debonair doctrinaire, Ned Sedgwick. Hello. Uh, And on piano and forte, with rhythm and views, Mark Hodge. Yeah. Ned Sedgwick, what makes you diverse? Not changed. Still white. <laughs> I know, still but pe- straight. people might have just tuned in for this episode. For the this- first time. Well, I once said on this show that I'm an eighth Indian, and Nish really didn't like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he really... It's just when a white person says that they're a bit Indian, it's not a good story behind that. <laughs> To be fair, though, Ned, I think it is a nice story, isn't it? It's a lovely story. Is it not a story it, of working-class heartache? It is a story and... of a soldier going to India and falling in love with... Uh, that's not... OK, right. you've out. said soldier. I... We'll move on. Yeah. <laughs> it's the charming written. story of a man who massacred a village. <laughs> it was a town. <laughs> Mark I... Hodge, <laughs> what makes you diverse? Please tell us something nice. Um, well, I'm gay, but apparently I'm... Well, I'm told I'm not camp... I'm, I'm, Who I'm told, told you that? Um, <laughs> genuinely, in life, I have been told that I'm not very camp, which is just as well, because I went to a school, where, which I did a Google search on my old school in Basingstoke, and they came up in the Google search in the newspapers and the nationals for having been found out for having on the website a policy document which said, male-to-male genital contact cannot be condoned in personal social relationships. Wow. Yeah. But was that just in the classroom, though? Because that's, that's fair. <laughs> For any... I like the phrase been... genital contact. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, you can't rub them together. That's not... <laughs> <laughs> On every episode of Global Pillage, our hive mind creates a special jingle for this show. So if you could stand up, if your name, your first name, starts with A, B, C, D, E, F, G, or G sharp. (laughs) Mark will point to you, and you can shout your name. And that's how we're going to create the jingle. Hey, lady at the back in um, Stripey Dog. Carla. Good start. And another Stripey Dog. Triads and uh, jump over here. Catherine. Yeah, and more stripes. Astrid. Now I need to guess the name of this last person in order to make this tune work. A lady at the back in the back, sort of um, spotty. Alison. Uh, it's okay, it's, it might just be a little bit minor, like. <laughs> That's our jingle. I blame your names. Uh, okay, well, we, I've got to do something else. I could cheat it. We could go. Yeah, but, I mean, no one will notice. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the I quite like the yeah. sombre one. Yeah. Yeah. It gives it a nice vibe. 
Oh, oh. It sounds no. like the sort of signature tune of a cheeky villain in a musical. I was going to say, yeah. I was just going to say... I'm going to kill everyone. <laughs> I was just going to say, Nish, if you twirled your moustache when he played that, yeah. that would be brilliant. I'm going to kill everyone. <laughs> hey, if anyone, if anyone is casting uh, the West End run of Hamilton, I am available. <laughs> round is on good and bad luck. All the teams get a chance to answer, but you get more points if you buzz in first with the correct answer. The hive mind gets a chance to answer after both teams of comedians have answered. Fingers on buzzers. In Romania, it is considered bad luck to do what with a candle? I heard Shebe's. Oh, it's, man. It was... Yeah. Eat, it, eat, it, eat, it, eat it. Eat it. Eat it. Eat it. Eat it. Eat it. Eat it with your, it with with your, your butt. butt. <laughs> <laughs> We're so insane. Eat it. Eat, eat it's it with bad luck to eat it with, with your, your butt. butt. Yes, I think there are emergency rooms all over Britain <laughs> that would concur that that is bad luck. Uh, no well, boxes. Thing that's good luck to eat with your butt. Yeah. <laughs> that's so true. Um, uh, Very good point. Checkmate, Desiree. <laughs> Your jeans. Let's see. Um, it's uh, bad luck to show a candle to a vampire because then it'll be like, that doesn't work on me, and then it'll bite you. <laughs> what if right. the candle isn't lit? What if you well, then... show it to its butt? <laughs> the best luck because they'll be <laughs> like oh, I've been stopped up That's so Gina do you, do you agree with that answer what is it bad luck to do with a candle in Romania perhaps it's bad luck to light a candle in church because the candle is the vampire oh. <laughs> don't Lots light more us in realistic. church are you sticking with have your 100 percent right. eat hive it with your butt but. final answer hive mind hive mind in Romania it's considered bad luck to do what with a candle light it during the day Light it in the day. Oh, that's good. Take it from one room and carry it into another room while lit. Now, how are you holding it in your butt while you're walking <laughs> to the next room? Because our flame's just going to go out immediately. <laughs> Hive mind. Anything else? Leave it unattended. Leave it unattended. Very fast. That's I'm genuinely terrified of lighting candles. Like, you know how candle light is a nice thing. Can you leave a candle unattended in a room? Because I can't. I can't. Yeah. Can you? No, we, you did once. No, we you did. did. No, you did. No, you did. Oh, you lit the candle. It's his brown friends. It's no. Joey and Rachel. No. Nish did. I lit it. I went to bed and I was like, good night. Obviously, when you say good night and someone's still in the lounge and there's a candle lit, mm. that, that's their responsibility to like yes. blow out the no candle. Way, right? man. No way, man. Woke up the next morning. Yeah. To a smouldering. <laughs> the house really smelled of vanilla. Yeah. Ironically, given its chocolate residence. <laughs> so, hive mind. Um, <laughs> if you're listening at home, that was a high five from the chocolate residence of Shea <laughs> I feel like we need to go back in time and live together because we knew some of this going so on. Gonna live with Desiree. As got well. So live with Desiree. We'd have loads more stories than you got, yeah, right? Yeah. You don't even know the things I've left in my butt. <laughs> <laughs> so I find uh, if you think it's light it in the day, bad luck in Romania, buzz now. If you think it's take it from one room to another while lit, buzz now. Leave it unattended, buzz now. You've gone for lighted in the day. In fact, it is bad luck to blow it out. Oh. I know. Ned Sedgwick. Yeah. Blow it out. This is presumably why Nish didn't blow it out. Ned Sedgwick, please explain this. It represents cutting life short. 
Right, but then what do you do? Just let your house burn down? You put it in your butt. You, that's what you do. Is it, is it perhaps you put one of those little candle covers over it so you can't blow it out, but you can My snuff it out? My research suggested they don't have those implements. They <laughs> let it go. They let it go. Naturally let yeah. the rotation that's really of the That's wasteful earth. as well. Like, Joe Malone candles are really expensive. I can't be dealing with this kind of... <laughs> they have electricity now, so they don't need to worry about it as much. Right, no, but Breaking this is news, a... Romania has electricity. <laughs> well, actually, Timothy in Western Romania was the first city to have electric streetlights. Really? Really, yeah. I went there just to see them and it didn't disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that is actually true. <laughs> I didn't doubt it for a second because I know you, Ned. Um, in Serbia, what should you do to give someone good luck on a journey? <laughs> Serbia. Shebe. Serbia, okay, okay, Serbia. Um, now, is that a country? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, no. Rose, you have stepped into some right geopolitical yeah, really there. Yeah, One quarter Croatian, so yeah, no, I, I know. I fucking yeah. know. It's, it's, so, you know, um, it, it, putting a thing in a, the suitcase. <laughs> Slipping some food into their suitcase <laughs> to, so they can take it to the Serbian family, because that's what a lot of my um, Croatian family do. Is Sneaking they, some food in the suitcase. They just sneak a ham. Like, my, one of my family friends lives in Dubai, and I swear to God, she, she is like... Where she's like a ham into... That's going to fuck you if you go to Australia because they are very concerned about food coming into Australia. They're very... They're so yes. in Australia, it's would... like, if you have any food in your bag, we're going to fucking eat your throat. You're like, oh, God. They really are. Yeah. They're really strict. They said, do you have any food? And I said, no, because I didn't think I had. But I'd forgotten I'd bought souvenir Fortnum and Mason biscuits sealed in a tin like for my family. It was like a present. And when the man found it, he opened it and said, what's this? Yeah. And I went, oh, it's Fortnum and Mason biscuits. Is this food? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Well, it is food. I asked if you had any food, and I said no. And I went, yeah, no, I forgot, I forgot. You don't forget food. <laughs> Australian customs. You never forget food again. You will not forget that you have brought food after what I'm about to do to you. <laughs> honestly, honestly, yeah, it was really yeah. terrifying. And it yeah, was no, sealed. It was, it was, you're living a very thing. classy life, Deborah. You know, yeah. say. You've dropped two references. One was to a Joe Malone candle. I'm, I'm in, and the other one was to Fortnum and Mason biscuits. What can I tell you? I have white people problems. <laughs> <laughs> No boxes in Serbia. What do you do if you want to wish someone luck on their journey? Kiss them deeply with tongue, and that way they feel awkward about coming home anytime soon. <laughs> and they do really well wherever they're going. Great. Okay. Kiss with tongue. So, Gila, will you back up your um, teammate? Well, I'm just thinking Serbia, quite Muslims, what, what do we do? What do my family do when they wish me good luck? Um, and they grab my face and they say, Be safe. Be safe. Yeah. And it's like really scary because you think, What's happening? What do you know that I don't know? <laughs> you know? And he's like, just be safe. And then they start crying. And they think, shit, I'm not going to come back. They know something. They know something. Mm. So raise an alarm. Hive yeah. mind. Yeah. In Serbia, what do you do if you want to wish someone luck on their journey? Give them a Give rabbit's them a ra foot. Yes, thank you. We had a couple of sensible answers. Now this lady's gone wacky. Thank God. <laughs> thank God. Lucky rabbit's foot. You know, rabbit's foot is traditionally lucky, though. Nish. Is it really? <laughs> what? Yes. Did you think? What? We were thinking that's not particularly White wacky. People answer. are so weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck is wrong with you? Honestly. Yeah, Getting rabbit's, rabbit's feet. Yeah, enjoying Kings of Leon. <laughs> Hive mind? Take their jewellery. Take their jewellery? <laughs> <laughs> Rob them. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, so they don't get robbed. So if I take your jewellery, you won't get robbed. Okay. That, that, yes, that could be seen to be lucky in some ways. Uh, I love the fact that you've got a proper London accent as well. So it's like, rob them. Fucking <laughs> rob the cunt. Anything else I've mind? Spit on their feet. Spit on their feet. Okay, great. Whoa, 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 if you think it's take their jewellery from them so they can't get robbed at their destination, buzz now. Pre-rob them. Uh, or spit on their feet, buzz now. In fact, it's spill water on their back. Oh. Which I just don't know that I would want at the top of a long car journey. To yeah. someone to, to no, actually, if it's a car journey, they throw the water on the back of a car. Rather oh. than you, yeah. Oh, really? So yeah. what, if you're walking, they throw it on your back? Yeah, if you're just walking out the door, they're like, bye, and you kind of try and back out. But actually, <laughs> I, I just remembered, it is also considered bad luck to walk backwards in Serbia. <laughs> and maybe this is just some big conspiracy. <laughs> no, because the water represents things running smoothly, and it's like, oh, may, may your, your journey be, be like smooth. running who water. Was, who was the first person to do that? Someone just, chat, and just, just, chat, and just chuck it on the car and be like, yeah, sit. Good luck. All of running, <laughs> Like, who decides as a group that they're going to all start doing that? You know what I mean? Like, I think that's more of a general they... question about how customs are started. And not... I would like to discuss it. Um... <laughs> in Bosnia, what does whistling indoors bring? Maybe sort of some sort of some riffraff. <laughs> <laughs> riffraff will come. Some well, riffraff. I think it's ghosts. Do you ghosts? Yeah, like whistling and then you bring the spirits of the dead out. Riffraff or ghosts? Riffraff or ghosts. Maybe well, okay, riffraff ghosts. Let's combine the two answers, yeah. Riffraff riff like ghosts. Riffraff ghosts would riff be a poltergeist, yeah, I would yeah. say. No, boxes. Um, I think it brings, like, death or something really terrible because I feel like I'm always seeing movies where there's some creep whistling before he's going to kill someone or afterward. Yeah. And yeah. I would imagine if it brought good luck, people would be whistling all the time in Bosnia so much so that we would just know them for whistling and not other things. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so I feel I mean, like it's, like, really bad luck, so death. Hive Mind, what would you say an indoor whistle brings if you are in Bosnia? Bad wind. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh, well, I'll tell you Isn't what. Someone results? has been whistling indoors in my house this morning. I tell you. I wasn't even in the house. This That's genius. That is actually genius because I farted the other day and I couldn't hear it because I have no idea how loud they are anymore. <laughs> I have no idea because sometimes you have one and it's just like a you know and you, and you think I'll get away with that yeah, one. Yeah. You just saw people in so silence. If I whistled. You know, that's your warning. That you warn that's one on its way. I yeah, think that's yeah. genius. That I is really that. good. But like yeah. an actual whistle, like a sports whistle. Back yeah. <laughs> <laughs> off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hive mind, do you have a second answer? Window cleaner. Window cleaner. It brings the window cleaner. <laughs> that's Whistle convenient. indoors, the window cleaner will come. A baby, a birth in the family. Oh, a baby. Ooh, You're going to have a birth. That's a good one. Whoa. A stray cat. A stray, stray cat. cat. So, uh, hive mind, if it's bad wind, buzz now. If you think it's window cleaners, buzz now. Birth in the family, buzz now. Stray cat, buzz now. Uh, you've gone for birth, birth in, the in the family. Stray cat was the closest. It's rats inside. If you whistle, rats will come inside your house. Ned? Oh. Riff Riff was so close. 
Yeah, rats are the riffraff of the animal community. (laughs) Really? Yeah. I was tempted to give you a half point, and then you brought ghosts into it. Oh, Nish! Oh, God. Sorry, um, (laughs) everyone. It's for that you're kind of communicating. It's the same, not because rats make that kind of squeaky noise. It's like, oh, they'll get attracted by you whistling, so don't do that. Also, whistling's really annoying, so... It's like a Pied Piper, isn't it? Yeah. I can't whistle, and usually when I say that, someone's like, oh, you can't, and then they just start whistling. It's just like, still can't. <laughs> and it's the end of the round. What first class, please, Ned? It's pretty tense. All three teams are tied on no points. Oh! Neck and neck. Yet to score. 
on gender, so the hen, the woman is shy and looking down, and the snake is the man who's always looking at the breast. Ooh. Mm. So what does it mean? Are we really buying into the idea that hens have boobs? Yeah. <laughs> well, have you never had well, we chicken breast? Yes. You go to delicious. Nando's all the time. No, what I get the thighs. Order? I get the thighs. <laughs> um, get the bonus thighs. Okay. Anybody else? Everyone's got different perspectives. Okay, mm. so if it takes one to know one, buzz now. If you're worrying over nothing, buzz now. Gosh, people are not getting behind any of these. Even the people who said to them aren't buzzing. <laughs> um, sexist comment, buzz now. Uh, and there are different perspectives, buzz now. In fact, it means they understand each other. So oh. two different people, they've got an understanding. So it's literally, <laughs> not sure it's literally the opposite of everything we said. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, so we're yet to score. In France, someone might say, you've swallowed a grass snake. What would they mean? Shebase. You've taken some bullshit or something. <laughs> you know, like, you know, you're, you're eating a grass snake, like a snake yeah, in the you've grass. Got, yeah, you've, you've really... Fallen you've fallen for something. Yeah, you've fallen for something. Yeah, because snake in the grass is like a sneaky yeah, yeah. person, right? Yeah, yeah. You've been duped. Yeah. You've been duped. No yeah. boxers. You've swallowed a grass snake. Oh, God, I was just thinking grass. Going marijuana. Yeah, like yeah. you had some really yeah. dank weed. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the snake was the doobie. Yeah, right? The doobie, the big old... And you're just like, oh, I swallowed yeah. all of that. I'm seeing snakes. Yeah. Swallow it. Yeah. Great weed in France. Okay. You really great. know. You've had some great weed. There. You've swallowed that grass snake. Hive mind. You've got a tickly cough like you've got a frog in your throat. Tickly oh, cough, frog in your throat. Very good. Okay. Ants in your pants. Ants in your pants. Great. Herpes. I'm Got loving it. No. <laughs> no. Got it. Uh, Got it. <laughs> telling a lie. It's harmless, not poisonous one. Ooh, oh, you've, yes. You've taken something harmless, not poisonous. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So if it's frog in your throat, buzz now. Answer your pants, buzz now. Telling a lie, buzz now. Or you've taken something harmless, buzz now. In fact, it means you're so insulted you cannot reply. You're speechless oh. with being insulted. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, right. swallowed a grass Swallow snake. Swallowed a grass snake. Wait, is a snake made of grass or does it just live in the grass? Or is the grass in your throat? Or <laughs> very, very philosophical questions. Um, in Finland. I, I think both. <laughs> in Finland, they say, you're speaking Norwegian. What does that mean? It's an idiom. That's got to be, you're talking absolute bollocks, mate. Yeah, that is, yeah. Without wishing to uh, insult the Norwegian in the audience, it does feel like it's a sort of local rivalry. It's like, you're talking Norwegian, mate. You're speaking absolute bollocks. Yeah. You're speaking yeah, bollocks. I agree, I agree yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah. Okay, talking that's bollocks? Exactly, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Bullshit. Yeah, I was going to say that, but maybe it's uh, you're speaking absolute bullshit without some wonderful vodka in your hands. Uh, <laughs> uh, hive, mind, hive mind, hive <laughs> mind. Do we have someone Norwegian in? Do you know what the Finns say about you when you're not around? <laughs> no, you don't know, you've never heard this. No, it's mostly the Swedes that speak shit about us. Oh, it's the Swedes that speak shit about Oh, you've got you. bigger fish to fry. That's, yeah. that's a double burn on Finland. Yeah, we don't even care there. what they say. Bigger we don't even know. Pickle. They're bigger so important. Fish to pickle. Yeah, they've got um, bigger fish to pickle in Norway. Um, okay, funny, speak guys. Norwegian. Oh. If a Finnish person accuses you of speaking Norwegian, what are they saying you're doing? Speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues. Oh. It's all Greek to me. It doesn't make any sense. All Greek to me. Okay, you've got speaking in tongues, Buzz now. All Greek to me, Buzz now. In fact, it means you're throwing up. <laughs> sounds to them is that <laughs> yeah. well, no, it's, all, it, it's because they can't hold their drink apparently so oh, oh yeah oh, oh. really 
the Finns are like, oh, those Norwegians. Yeah, it's like, yeah, they're next door speaking Norwegian. (laughs) There is a Norwegian here. Do you like, do you get real rowdy after a couple of shandies? (laughs) Have a couple of swigs and then you're like, bleh. Yeah, I think that's true. You didn't hear that at home? The audience member who is Norwegian confirmed that that is the case. (laughs) And it's the end of the round. All three teams are keeping it easy for me with no points. (laughs) You haven't really earned your money today, Ned, have you, on the adding up front? You've been very good on the facts, but there's been very little Carol Vorderman-style work. Has there ever been a a full Snake Eyes? No. Oh, well, we've got something to aim for. The next round is the team's round. A member of each team has come as prepared as comedians ever are with a question based on their cultural family background. Audience, if one of you has a question for one of the teams, that would not completely ruin the format of this show. Uh, So, Shebez, do you have a question from your culture for no boxes? Yeah, well, I mean, I just looked at Nish and the panic in his eyes suggests that he did not come with one either. Um, But um, I'm half someone, so it could be one about someone culture. Um... There's something, uh, there's a concept, it's something called a, a fafafine in Samoan culture. What do you think that is? Fafafine. 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 It sounds like something from a Mozart opera, yeah. at yeah. the risk of sounding yeah. fancy again. Fafafine. Yeah. It's just fafafine. something yeah, yeah. Fafafine, from fafafine. any part I mean, of the culture. It's, it's, you singing that and uh, me after me telling you what it is is going to be very uh, strange. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay so it's not... Sort of a ballpark for... Yeah, it's okay. not a Samoan uh, magic flute. That's what no, it's not. Uh, it's a kind of like um, how someone would identify as. Yeah. Oh, someone would identify as this. Yes. Okay. Um, is this like a uh, cultural elder, like some who's got some kind of prominence in the community? Mm. Um, actually, it's um, the concept of like the, the in in Samoan culture. And I mean, obviously, I know nothing about my own culture, guys. But I know. <clears> why, why, hey, come you on! Know. You went to see Moana. <laughs> sure. I did. Oh, you bought the action figure. I come, the on, action figure. come on, come on, come on, Rose! I'm don't do money yourself back into down. The, the islands. It's like the third gender, basically. So sometimes oh. when there be uh, people who are born male and can have masculine and feminine traits, but often more feminine traits. Not transgender. It's kind of something culturally by the side of it because it's something that's really accepted in Samoan culture, which is very, very, very religious. So is it many like other ways in Native America, the, the two-spirit person? It fills a domestic role as well when like a family will have a lot of boys in the family and they'll need someone to fulfill the roles that would traditionally a girl would fulfill with like cooking and cleaning and stuff. One of the boys will sometimes occupy that role, and it's called Fafafine. And there's, and there's a great movement of like uh, Paris is burning, voguing mm. style balls of uh, it's called Faf swag in, in Auckland and stuff. So Faf swag, Faf swag. Yeah. It's so oh, cool. You should that. check it out. Yeah. It's I so love good. That. But yeah, I was about to say someone told me about that, and then I remembered it was you that told me that <laughs> yeah. in we the house that we lived live together. In. Yeah, <laughs> rounded old shebes. Uh, no boxes. Do you have a question for the hive mind? Uh, yeah, in Karachi when I go, what is uh, when they say burger log, translated burger people. So who are the burger people? <laughs> do they run like a fast food restaurant? <laughs> do they run, run a fast food restaurant? Uh, no. Is it from when Pakistan separate from India? And- whoa, 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 don't open that kettle of worms. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You got an Indian, a Pakistani, and a white guy who says he's an eighth Indian. <laughs> I'm gonna kick off watch if you say it. <laughs> watch, watch it. Incidentally, so, sorry, what were you going to say, sir? And there was a, a 
mixing of cultures as people migrated around as the Muslim people moved towards Pakistan and the Muslim people moved out. Mix. No, no, but it's great because you put it in a nice question for the 70th anniversary for the partition. Yeah, Whoa. we all Let's remember it Let's celebrate all that bloodshed. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. what is the answer? So the answer is there is a very elite middle classes that have the money and all the rest of them will call this elite class the burger log, the burger people, because simply when McDonald's and Al came over there, they were the only ones that could afford to eat them. Oh and uh, yeah. So interestingly... Wow. Um, they're the only ones who could afford to, to get diarrhoea. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but in America, it's the opposite because yeah. obviously the working class kind of eat uh, all of the McDonald's all, of the burgers, all the time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so it's because it's, it's the only ones that could afford it. So it's just like a bloody burger log. I lived in Burma for a bit and the first KFC. You've opened. never mentioned it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who wouldn't? It's literally yeah. the only interesting thing about me. That's not true. <laughs> hey, come on, Ned. Hey, hey. Yeah, this isn't about that. Is bit, this is about on. KFC. So the first <laughs> KFC opened and it was booked out for two months. And one of my friends was flying a four-hour journey to the north, and there was a KFC which was flown up for one of the oligarchs, especially. Uh, it had its own seat of KFC. Oh, wow. God. <laughs> the plane must have stunk. Yeah. Yeah. OK, Hive Mind, do you have a question for Shebe's? Oh, yeah. Um, what's it mean? So, uh, only show your husband half your tuchus. Oh, where's this from? Uh, it's an old Jewish saying. Yeah. Only show your husband half so, your tuchus. So, tuchus is like a, your... Your bum. bum. Your yeah. bum. Only so, show your husband half your ass. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe is that is that supposed to be like keeping something mi- mi- a mystery, mystery to a, a marriage? marriage. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that correct? It's yeah, partly correct, but it's also in terms of finances. Like, don't let on oh. everything that you have. Oh. Oh. So yeah, keep some things. Keep some things for yourself. Oh, is that a right enough answer for Shabazz to have scored, Ned? Oh, come on, Ned. Ned, you piece of shit. I was really enjoying the fact that, well, after that, I yeah. never heard the like on this culturally diverse show. I don't think it is any points. Oh. oh really? But I think no, that, I, well, I think that is fair because it is, like, a very different interpretation of that phrase. And it's I the think. end of the round. Yeah. <laughs> Despite nearly breaking our winning run of no points, it's still no points. <laughs> yeah. I, I demand a recount. <laughs> the next round is our okay. World War II sexting round. During World War II, sweethearts sending each other telegrams would use acronyms to disguise the true nature of their communications because letters and telegrams were being censored. So, for example, Norwich stood for Knickers Off, Ready, When I Come Home. <laughs> That's right, our grandparents and great-grandparents had learned to send pithy porn to each other when Enigma was just a twinkle in Benedict Cumberbatch's eye. <laughs> the teams will have 30 seconds pen and paper to solve this acronym. Hive mind, you can use the notes on your phone or just your head. Are you ready? Today's acronym is Paris. Paris.
Shebes. Well, we... We had we, extra time at the end. <laughs> we, we very much went with the uh, approach of sometimes your first answer is your best answer for all of them. So what we've ended up with is a penis, anus, rim job oh, is sexy. sexy. <laughs> it's a lot, really, though. Like, one of those is sexy. <laughs> Three of those is overkill. <laughs> That would be very much my yeah. opinion. Is it asking or telling? I don't know whether or not. Well, is a penis, anus, rim job? Is sexy? Yeah, or yeah. Is sexy? Yeah, is yeah sexy, okay. Good yeah. question mark. Yeah. Uh, no Paris? Uh, Paris, people are really irritating shits. <laughs> uh, have you done much sexting lately? Yeah. <laughs> no. Can you tell? <laughs> I'm you... really aroused by misanthropy. <laughs> Anything else? Please arrive ready in sexy things. Oh, that's nice. Sexy things, presumably hyphenated. Yes. Uh, Hive mind. Any entries? Partially aroused, ready in a second. Oh. Partially aroused. Yeah. That's just like half chub. Partially aroused, brilliant. ready in a Absolutely second. Absolutely brilliant. It's so funny. The equivalent There's nothing is... sexier than a man texting you, I've got a semi. Just yeah. a picture of a broken eggplant. <laughs> uh, in fact, the real answer is perfect angel, remember I'm stiffening. <laughs> hey, that's, that's not for us. Stiffening is partially aroused. Yeah. It is partially aroused. They got the theme, they got the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. The final round is the Smash the Patriarchy round. For our, for our final round, we have just one question about a minority group who successfully rose up and managed to overcome their hardships and throw off the yoke of oppression, also known as the stick it to the man round. This round may only contain one question, but it is worth double points. So if you are the losing team, this may be your opportunity to rise up and smash the patriarchy by dropping knowledge in their oppressive faces and stealing their trophy of entitlement. <laughs> In 1975, the women of Iceland were sick of taxation without representation. What did they do to protest that only 5% of their parliament was female? Uh, Shebez. Maybe, did they stop paying taxes? That Shebez is going to stop paying taxes. No boxes. Only pay 5% of their taxes? <laughs> only pay 5% of their taxes, because only 5% of parliament was female. Hive mind. <laughs> They didn't go to work, yes, absolutely. They did stop doing work. What kind of work? Housework. All work. They stopped doing all work. That was housework, looking after children, going to work. They did absolutely nothing. And 90% of women participated in this. Um, and that's why it worked. It was called... It is called... It is called... Someone in the audience has just said, that's only 100 people. Um, <laughs> negging Iceland there. Uh, because they've got better feminism than us. Uh, and it's, uh, it's called Long Friday to this day. And five years later, Iceland elected Europe's first female prime minister. Wow. wow. Yeah, why don't right. we do that? I know, it's I know. stupid... Ladies, we should do this, right? We'll do it this we'll afternoon. This. And it's the end of the show. What's the Scottish name? No boxers and Shea Bays are tied in second place with no points. <laughs> yes. Woo! Silver medal, baby! Yeah. And the hive mind running away with it in the end with 30 points. Oh. Very good. 
I can't believe you guys scored with a half chub. Like, that's how you guys got on the board. Commiserations to our losers who have swallowed a grass snake while we pour water on the backs of our winners with a big congratulations. Please give it up for Sir Julie Kershey. Hosted and created by Deborah Francis White. The questions were sent by Ned Sedgwick. Music was by Mark Hodge. The recording engineer was Chris Sharp. The producer for the Spontaneity Shop was Tom Selinski. Thanks to Zoe, Matasali, and everyone at King's Place. For more information about this and other episodes, please visit globalvillage.net. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.